Chris and Dave's Yard to cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's reality TV cast. We are covering Love Island UK season eight, episode two for our totally not daily podcast, Chris. (laughs) 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 So I had a few technical difficulties yesterday, but it was good to get back on the horse. But for this episode two, Chris, where do you want to start? I think we've got to start with fucking Davidy Davidoff, haven't we, Dave? You know, he's uh, he's a fine <laughs> specimen of a man. I've got to say, when he, when, you know, the, the other lads are good looking lads, but when he takes his top off, Dave, and he's there prancing around, and I know he probably gives people the ick, but as someone who has strived all my life to look anywhere near that, and I don't, I never have, Dave, he has got a body and a half on him, you know what I mean? And, and, I don't, I just keep thinking, Dave, that at some point you you and Sam have done a number on me and other people have said it. I'm like, I'm expecting to go all of a sudden, ha I've been tricking you from Manchester, Dave. <laughs> I don't know why I'm putting a Mancunian accent on because that's how I know. No, I was thinking, Dave, he's, know, he's from Salford or something, all, giving the bees, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Add you all, I'm off with the 50K, you bastards. Yeah. And he, he lives in Manchester because it's, it's like his accent has become more and more Italian, I think it, it's like, well, it, it, it's not it's actual sound... Italian, like no, like no, but... Joe Dolce Italian. Yeah, yeah, you know what's yeah. the matter, you sort of thing. <laughs> like uh, Uncle Albert in Phil's and Horses when they say, "Do you speak German?" <laughs> to the girl who's pregnant, and he went, "Yeah, yeah, I speak." I was in World War Two, and he goes up and goes, "What is your name?" Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, like, <laughs> you know, it's just like there's just something off with him, though, Dave. I'll be honest; like he's got all everything, and and. I'm uncomfortable with what they've done. I think they've dropped a bollock in these first two episodes. I don't think this has hit anywhere near Love Island. And I know we can be critical and we can go in and it may get better. The whole coupling up things wrong and this situation with him is wrong. Because last series, one of the girls got voted off literally within the first couple of hours, didn't she? I mean, I thought, mm. oh, she's going to come back. And we never saw her again. So yeah. it's just strange. But there's something off about him, Dave, and I can't put my finger on him. I mean, what do you think of him? I think he's a sleazy fucker. <laughs> I think he's he's a he's an unbelievably good looking bloke. And like you say, he's got a great body and everything. What I can't stand though, Chris, is when people are coy. You know, he's having that conversation with Gemma and he's like, Oh, you think I'm a good looking? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, am I good looking? You know, stop fishing for compliments, you twat. You know. And you know, he's never had to graft. And what I find funny is that none of this lot have ever had to graft at all. So they're all stood waiting for someone else to do the graft. That is the bit that I'm that I am enjoying. But I agree. I think they're not reading the room, I don't think. I, I, it hadn't dawned on me, but Hannah mentioned it in the Discord, that she, with Gemma, she's been in fucking lockdown for two years, like two important developmental years. She's also out internationally fucking dressaging. You know, so again, while you're doing that, you're not socializing with friends, you're not you know, understanding how adults operate. And the fact is, especially on that on that night out when when you know the, towards the back end of the episode when Davide does pick her, Christ, she looked so much like a fucking schoolgirl to me. She looked like you know when when you're at school and like 
you know, the girls used to get dressed up so they could go out on a Friday or Saturday night or something. And so they could make themselves look a bit older. She just looked like that to me. So the maturity gap between those two, I think is fucking huge. And it is creepy as fuck. And I, I just think, like I say, think March 2020. That's when we went into lockdown. She's fucking 17 then. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? And she, the way she behaves, I think it, it really it is not like an adult. And it, I, I, it makes my skin crawl. It, it just seems really wrong to me. You know what, Dave? And, and, and I think you're right on that. And I think we've said this before about the age. And I, I said yesterday about Liberty. She was like 19, 20, wasn't she? And it didn't dawn on me, but Gemma looks really young and, and her interactions and her dialogue are very immature. And I agree, Dave, yeah. I, I, I'm completely with you. There's something creepy about that. And obviously we get the fact that he plays everybody in the villa. He's chatting to pretty much all the girls. Um, and it's just, I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right myself. There's an Not Amber in India, though. No, no, no. And that's something I was going to get onto. That's been called out online. He didn't speak to them once, as far as we could see, did we? Which was a bit bizarre. I mean, it could be editing, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be. But I do think that that's a bit odd, Dave, to be honest, because all the girls got deserved the chance. And he didn't seem to acknowledge. He just seemed to go mainly with Gemma, spoke to Paige, and then Tasha as well, and that's it. That they were his three, weren't they? And obviously everyone's got their own type, but it didn't sit with the fact that he was supposed to be seeing if he had a connection with everyone. And India and Amber are not having a great time with their partners, are they? Dami and uh, Akina. I mean, I think Amber didn't even know what Akina's name was at one point. She's like, no. his name's Ike. And I'm like, oh no. So it didn't, but I did like Liam, Dave, when Gemma's there and she's saying, oh yeah, he's my type. On paper, Dave, I was literally curling my fucking toes when he heard that. I was like, oh, I thought we got rid of that god awful saying. Bingo. Yeah, bingo. But it was when Liam said to the guys, and I was having a go, and I know we'll talk about Gemma again, but he went, I thought I'm wasting my time. You've been in the fucking house about five hours, you dickhead. You know, he's like, yeah, but, but come on. Someone should have just said, Mate, if Davide goes for it, yeah, you're wasting your time. Just fucking get to know the other <laughs> girls. And, and like the fact that the public have voted you together, it means nothing. And no. yeah, I, I do think Liam was a bit surprised, but, but, but as the audience, were any of us surprised? I, I, I just think he had no chance. And, and you could tell, again, regardless of what Davide's uh, decision was, in that game, when they're talking about, you know, they're throwing all these things out and Liam apparently turned down a threesome and Gemma's got a face like a slapped ass. Like, what the fuck's he doing? Like, you know, it is like no matter what he would have done in that situation, she'd have had a face on it. Yeah. You know, because basically he borderline gives her the ick already. She is not interested in the slightest and so, you know, he just, he was wasting his time, but you're right. I mean, it's like a few hours in there. And again, though, to me, it says what this whole public choosing uh, loses for that initial first week, Yeah, you know, because when you get the whole stepping forward and then, you know, the guy picks whoever or gets left on the bench and has to couple up, you know, if he's, if he's last, you know, all of that creates that initial bit of tension and, you know, like a misplaced loyalty. It's like, Oh, well, I, I, 
chose you based purely on looks and like in this first week, should I be loyal? Should I not? And all of that's missing because everyone's cool as, you know, chilled as a newt, aren't they? They're completely cool with, yeah, get to know everyone. And I don't like it, Chris. I want more drama than this. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think they've lost a little bit of the edge of what you usually get. I think you're absolutely right. And I think with the situation with Gemma is, I think because she's had quite a sheltered life, Dave, and she's done this dressage stuff and she's she's within this world of dressage. And that's all she keeps saying to people, doesn't she? Like, I do dressage, I go around the world and all this. And I don't know if it's, it's she's, it, it comes across to me like she's gloating, but I don't think she is. I just don't think she's got very good social skills. And I think yeah. what they've gone for is she's gone through a dad through a talent agency. I mean, a dad runs football talent agencies and that's, I'm sure he's connected within the entertainment industry. They've, they think that she's going to have a platform like what Danny Dyer did when and Danny Dyer's daughter, Danny, which is ridiculous. I know, but, and I got that wrong, by the way, I said, I don't like me to get something wrong, Dave, but I, I, I said, um, <laughs> <Shocker>. <laughs> but I did say like he was in a game and they might say like you were daddies. And I did think tonight, but apparently People were saying, do you remember the cringe bit? Danny actually addressed it to everybody, but nobody was that bothered. You know what I mean? She sort of stopped everyone and had like a big discussion about her dad and said, oh, my dad's... And I remember now. So I did get it wrong, but I think she thinks she's going to become the nation's sweetheart and everyone's going to love her. And this is a platform into the media and she'll be on Loose Women and on reality show, whatever she wants to do. I don't think it's going well for her at the moment. I don't think she's been media trained and her, she's very direct, which isn't a bad thing sometimes because she's not lying. She's not, not being herself, but I think the way she's delivering it is not coming across well. And I think you're right. The immaturity of lockdown, her sheltered life, probably never being told no. Not, these two are not the dream couple. That I think, I think she thinks they're the dream couple. And I don't think, I think they're going to get voted out pretty quick. Um, I don't know, Chris. I mean, we'll get onto the vote uh, in a minute, but <laughs> I just think she's got the personality of dry toast. And I feel bad for saying that because I do think part of it is just purely an immaturity thing. But, you know, you stick yourself on Love Island. You you put yourself up there to be shot at, to be honest. I, I, I just think, you know, she put in her bio that she's fun and flirty. Well, fucking hell, she's the furthest from that that I can see, uh, you know, out of everyone everyone else in the villa is more fucking fun and flirty than she is um i i just think she she is her dad she has got the personality of her dad and he lacks that self-awareness we were chatting before we came on air that you know the reason he doesn't he doesn't have that love and adulation from any of the clubs that he's come from is this kind of this weird uh, bit of his personality that's missing that that people can actually warm to and uh, you know people don't find him endearing at all and I, I just I can't separate the two so I, I struggle to believe that her dad would have had anything to do with pushing her forward for this I, I think she just purely by association she'll have got you know she got walks into a talent agency they'll they'll have thought all their Christmases have come forward. You know, Danny Dyer, right, great. You played some minor parts in some small movies and fucking on EastEnders, whoop-de-doo. You know, you're a professional cockney. Michael Owen was, you know, one of that golden generation of England footballers. He's a much bigger name 
And so I think, you know, they'd have been falling over themselves to get her on it. But I can't see if anything goes to a public vote, I can't see that she's going to come well out of it. Yes, she's a good looking young girl, but yeah, personality has got to get you a bit further than that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, I know we're talking about her a lot and and I think probably is because of that elevation of a family and that there is something there. But all I saw online was like TikTok was people doing an impression of her going, Gemma, and I said, it's you didn't going, what's your second name? Owen. And they had the, the, the obviously yeah, the, yeah. the conversation <laughs> and, the, and then one of the lads said, all oh, right, that's her name. Yeah. And, and he said like, Gemma, try not to, say who her dad is and it's that guy sat at a desk with all the veins popping in his head Dave you know that proper meme you see all the time so you can't get away from it and TikTok is something that in the last 18 months two years is become more is bigger than Instagram so everyone's just taking the piss Dave they're taking the piss out of David A and stuff as well and I'm sure it's going to carry on and Love Island have their own TikTok channel but some of them were gold yesterday it was like I shouldn't be laughing at this exactly what you said because I feel that she may end up, she's not coming across well. It just may end up bad for her. Like I say, her personality's not doing her any favour. So let's see with that. I don't want to keep coming on here and just slating her because I don't think she's been terrible. I just don't think she's doing the right stuff. I just don't think any, any of it's coming across well. But I will say, Dave, this dummy lad, brilliant. Dummy and Amber, Amber's trying to get stuff out of him. And he's just, she's like, are you happy? And he's like, yeah, yeah, really happy. And I mean, I love Whatever. his accent. You know, his, his accent's brilliant because he's so, he's got that Irish twang. He's got all sorts of mixed in there. He's brilliant, but he's just not interested. And I don't think she is. And they're sort of like, they'll come together and have a bit of a chat. And when they were doing the game, they say, like, damn, he's got a love heart on his, uh, his cock, Dave, which is, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I need the lads to validate this. So it's like, okay. But they're not compatible. Obviously, India, again, India's just not feeling at all. Is she? she is just not feeling any of it. She is just, same thing. There's just nothing between them, is there? I mean, I know... Andrew shared a bit of a cuddle with Tasha in bed and then Luke has been making a play for her. Luke, I said it on the disco, but Luke looks so familiar. Are you laughing at me? <laughs> no, Luke, I, I just, I, I think there is no one, maybe Anton, but I don't, I think he's close. I don't think there's anyone that is more clearly gagging for a shag than Luca, <laughs> just the way he is. And he looks familiar to me as well. I, I said it on Discord, but I'm pretty sure he's trying to sell me a timeshare at some point. <laughs> it's just, he's got that, he's got something about him that that is that. I do think he might actually go far in this. I, I think I, he'll eventually calm down a bit, but he is quite witty. He does seem a bit more down to earth doesn't he, you know, than, than some of the other lads. And I mentioned about, you know, those developmental years for um, uh, Gemma. But don't forget, I mean, all these other contestants as well, you know, they, they've missed out on those two years as well, mostly. So, you know, I, I, there's some kind of awkwardness that we're seeing in this first couple of episodes that, that I don't remember from previous seasons. No, no, me too. Me too. That's why I think it's a little bit off. And I think at the end of it, Dave, so we Davide does pick Gemma. 
he, he goes with it. It was the consensus. I did throw a curveball into he might pick Tasha, but there wasn't really any anything between him. It was just being Chris, Chris Phelps. Dave, let me just Reality say this. Reality radar, radar strikes back. again. <laughs> yeah. Reality radar. The best email ever is that email where we got your reality radar is shit. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I can't disagree with you. But the re the the re, the radar, sorry, no, the radar is back, people. The reality radar is back. So <laughs> we get them together. They've gone off now. Let's see the fallout. There is a vote. So you can actually vote to send Davide on a date with someone else, Dave. We, I may have fucked with that app. Sam's done the business for us. So um, that, that's he's definitely not I, I voted for Davide to go with the two new girls as well. <laughs> yes. So we've got <laughs> Athia and Ekinsu, two great names, Dave. You know, two, two uh, girls coming in. And I, and I think you hit the nail on the head. As soon as they revealed him, you were like, well, that's Davide and Gemma over straight away. I think he's going <laughs> to be t- turning head. So let's see how that one plays out. But I just think as an episode, these first two have been quite weak and we need more than this. We need something. It is a feeling out process. You're not going to expect drama straight away. We need like people stealing people off each other. There is a bit of um, insider stuff. Hannah was saying on our Discord, once you to us that she, she listened to another podcast, which is actually cheating on our podcast day, which I'm not happy about. That's a disgrace. Uh, to I'm sure there's a Love Island cliche I can throw in there. Yeah, just probably, think yeah. Of one. yeah, probably. But, um, <laughs> she, she's on thin ice with me and you, Dave, for doing that to us. But but she did say one of the other podcasts that that there's a big twist in the villa. The villa's set up for something else that will become apparent later down the line. So let's they heard a bit of insider stuff. Now whether they split it up and Casa and more all happens in front of their eyes, very much similar to what was the one we just watched on Netflix, Dave, where they, they date each other in front of the partners? Um, oh, oh, fucking hell. Um, I, I want to say two hot handle. It's not that one. No, it's not, oh, is it? We've just done, literally done, done it. We've done a great bit of podcasting there, Chris, seeing you up. But uh, that one, anyway. It's you know, when, you, when you wander down the conversation and then you're like, <laughs> hmm, I don't recognise here. I think I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. let, me, let me see. I'll find it. I'll find ultimatum, Dave. Mario ultimatum. That's yeah. it. So <laughs> on that show, if you're not familiar, guys, two couples are going through a bit of shit. They decide are they going to split up or they're going to marry. And what they do is they end up dating these other couples. It was about six couples, but they do it in front of each other, don't they? Which is so bizarre. Yeah. So. That's they might do that with Castro more. This is me speculating, but yeah, thanks for Hannah for the bit of insider info. But don't ever listen to another podcast that's not ours again. That's a disgrace. I mean, I, I, I suspect they'll have changed things, like with the whole coupling up process in episode one. So they might have changed things, but I, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence whether the changes they'll make will be better. Mm. So, you know, I'm sure they've listened to people and said, you know, all right, you know, you're on season eight now. You need to mix it up a bit. We don't want to see things like the baby challenge and whatever, you know, if they got that letter from you. (laughs) 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 You know, but but they have to do something that that is is better as well. And and evidence or form rather so far is that they've changed something and it's made it worse. Yes, I agree. I agree. 
So, Dave, big thanks, mate. This is uh, episode two of our Not Daily podcast um, <laughs> on Love Island. Um, big thank you to everyone, guys, all our Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to email us, CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. And if you do want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast. So, today's roll call of honor is Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie. Joanna, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Gillian, and Tom. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Past and present, it's so nice here to support me and Dave on this journey of Love Island redemption, my friends. So let's see how we go with our third episode, Dave, of this Not Daily podcast as we're getting sucked <laughs> in yet again because we are a pair of bellends. Um, but, <laughs> you know... Um... I was just going to say very quickly, right? So, so England and Germany is on, uh, you know, the same time as Love Island. And Michael Owen uh, tweeted something about the match. Chris, I am not a promoter of trolling. I think it's a very toxic thing in our modern world. But Christ, you should have seen some of the comments. Like, none of them were about football. And they were all about his daughter, um, being chosen by an Italian. <laughs> well, England are actually playing Italy on Sunday, so I think it's going to get worse for him, Dave. I think uh, it might do. It might. <laughs> Let me tell you a very quick Chris Felt story, non-podcast, non-Love Island related, but me and you were recording a podcast earlier and you were crying because I have a new sofa coming this week, Dave. <laughs> And we've been trying to get rid of our old sofa, which is only 10 years old. It's a lovely leather chaise with a recliner, electric recliner, still works. A couple of age marks as you expect, because we do have a dog and a cat and stuff. So I put it on, went to this local charity. I mean, mum was adamant they take anything. Guy went, yeah, have you got the, the fire certificates? Not yet. Yeah, sent him all the pictures and that. Yeah, it's a DFS sofa. Oh, brilliant, brilliant. It went dead. The trail went dead. I'm chasing him. Look, it's got to be gone by Friday. It's a big fucking sofa. He goes, I'm sorry. Uh, it looks a bit old fashioned. We can't sell it. So I'm like, you cheeky bar steward. But I was pissing myself <laughs> laughing as well, thinking, fucking hell, it, it's in good nick. It's a good sofa. I put it on Facebook. Me and you recording. And uh, this is tonight. You know, I'm recording it tonight. <laughs> so um, about seven o'clock. I get a message. Can I have it on Facebook? I was giving it away free. No problem. When are you in? Anytime. I pretty much work from home or whatever. I can do whatever you need to do. Uh, brilliant. Can you send me an address? No problem. I'm thinking this is fantastic. By quarter past seven, someone's on the way, Dave, to collect this. <laughs> I didn't check it till the end of our podcast. Me and Sam had been for a walk. Fucking woman goes, it'll be there soon. I'm sat in my pyjamas and I've got my vest on, Dave. <laughs> I look, as I look, Sam comes to the left as we're finishing the podcast, goes to sit down, and I went, holy fuck, Dave, she's coming, Sam's going to kill Not me. Not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> I went, Dave, I've got to go. You're pissing yourself, going, leave your mic on, what way is Sam have a go? Yeah. Let's get my popcorn ready. Go. Yeah, you went, this is better than Love Island. And, I'm going, and the sweat is pumping off me at this point. I am shitting it, because I'm thinking, we've got no fucking sofa for three days. Well... Alas, guys, between recording that podcast and after Love Island when recording this, I've got no fucking sofa because it's been collected, done and dusted. I'm happy. I've had to do phone calls to DFS in between Love Island. Luckily, they were open. Is it definitely coming on Friday? Luckily, it is, Dave. But Samantha is and was not happy, my friend. You've never seen someone shrink so much as me. I lit, You were crying, as only a friend would do. You were like, this is fan-fucking-tastic. <laughs> Oh, amazing. But anyway, 
off topic that completely, but I've had a bad evening tonight, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, what what are you actually sat on now? I well, mean, I... Uh, in in place of an actual sofa. Well. I'm okay because I've got a lovely Recaro seat chair, which I have at my desk where we record because, you know, I've got a proper setup. We do have my room with a recliner in there where I have my gaming room and that. So Sam had to come in there and watch the TV, Dave, before Love Island. But <laughs> the words are for tomorrow, I've got to get a reg chair and bring that in, Dave, so she can watch uh... it the telly. So she's going to be fine. I'm going to be sat on the floor, I think, Dave. So there you go. <laughs> you'd be dragging the holiday lilo out or something oh my so. god dave it was i shit it i bottled it completely mate it was awful <laughs> but anyway i've but, took us off on a tangent sorry do do we have an email um we do actually dave and that's uh, maybe i should have been telling my story and got prepared for this dave <laughs> <laughs> we have dave we have our great friend karen she's put hi guys he's back summer can begin Names haven't stuck yet, but some of the contestants have fantastic resting bitch faces. Don't be taking the piss out of Chester accent, as that's where I'm from. That wasn't me, that. That was Dave, by the way, Karen. I've walked past... I was past just saying that, that um, Gemma and her dad speak the same. Don't you backtrack uh, now. Don't, don't be taking the piss out of Gemma. Homer Simpson. <laughs> yeah. I've walked past the Owen stable a few times. Gemma does seem quite immature, and the guy she has put being paired with will be the first guy out. My prediction, who will Davidy pick? Obviously this was just before the show aired tonight. So thank you, Karen and great to have you back on board. So you know what, Dave love Island just hits differently. The interactions on social media, the emails we've already had and everything. It's just, there's just something about this bloody stupid show that everyone just loves, loves talking about. Yeah. No, it is good. I think it goes back to our love Island cast days, doesn't it? I think, we we obviously we wanted to branch out to do other reality TV shows and stuff, but um, this this remains our bread and butter, doesn't it? Yeah, without a doubt. And as two middle aged men, that's so weird, Dave. But anyway, so <laughs> it definitely is. Fat as it is, my friend, I'm I'm only just getting used to calling myself middle aged. So fucking unbelievable. <sighs> right. Anyway, Dave, let's go, mate. It's been brilliant, and I'll see you tomorrow. See you next time. Bye.